It's the Bearded Brothers, baby. Wow, what's that with you, Cole? What's that, brother? Man, I'm chilling, bro. Just uh, relaxing on this Monday. How you? Uh, how was your weekend? Eventful. You hear me? Big anniversary. <laughs> Big anniversary. How many? Uh, how many years you got in the game? Four years in. Four years in. Boy, you <laughs> at the steakhouse? Big spending. Something like that. Yeah, bro. But um, yeah, we back again. We're at episode sixty, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we got a special guest, uh, New Orleans, New Orleans young legend. On we got a uh, DJ Legatron on today. What's up with your Legatron? down. Chilling, cooling. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I finally got off the so. Well, Monday is like my my official like off day, so I'm chilling, taking my head down <laughs> while I have the time. <laughs> yeah, you've been rocking your dreads, huh? Uh, what is? Yeah, and it's it's time for the time for the go. Gotta wash my head. <laughs> <laughs> gotta wash these. Gotta wash this scalp, child. You gotta moisturize and put your shea in, shea uh, moisture stuff in. No, oh no, not shea, not shea moisture. I can't afford not it. Not shea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rich people stuff. Hey, That's the rich shit. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, like I can only get shea moisture when it's on sale at Walgreens or something. <laughs> yeah, that shit is. That shit do be expensive. Though. It do be expensive. I heard they would boycott that shit. What of black people? You know, I heard that. I heard that too, and I was like, "Well, shit, I don't use any moisture like that anyway." So, you know, y'all do what y'all gotta do. I forgot what it was for. Them. I think because uh, they they started catering to more of oh, the. Oh, you know, uh, they sold it. Yeah, and it started catering to more of the uh, the other side. Yeah, and then they then yeah. they find out a, a white dude owned it, and they flipped. Yeah, because the guy they they sold it. They sold it off to. Uh, to somebody, so they. I think what they have is like a partial ownership, but it's definitely not a hundred percent black owned like it first was. Yeah, and then I think they reformulated some of their products. Yeah, they started cheating the cheating the formula a little bit. Uh-huh. Oh shit! So yeah, that's, that's kind of normal in these times too. Yeah. Business-wise, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's like, come on now. You fucking with your core, your core audience. Your right, core like audience. you gonna keep yeah. buying it. Like girls go natural all the time. Dudes, like dudes, be growing their hair, all kind of stuff. Like that's money, but people don't be understanding the power of black of the black dollar until their pockets actually get hit when they start doing shit like that. Yep, and that's always. Well, we're going to get into some, some other topics. So uh, let's start off with uh, Legatron. Where are, you, where are you from? I am from the Southern Ward. Downtown. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't boo me because y'all, y'all you, from, you from the nine? Yeah, but I stayed in the Southern Ward for a little while. I, I stayed at Parga. Okay. Like, I, I grew up on Ednet Street. Like right around the corner from Parker between North Johnson and Pro. Yeah, I stayed on Parker and Nero. 
Uh, I know exactly where he was at. Yep. So yeah, I fuck with your seven wall. <laughs> you know, you got to. We you got some wood beef. <laughs> <laughs> That's typical New Orleans, though. Man, I was young, so you know it wasn't really, really too, not really too bad. What uh, what school you went to, Sage? Um, I graduated from Eastern High School in 2010. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Middle school, I went to Marshall. Uh, elementary school, I went to Valina C. Jones, right in the Seven Ward, like a block from my house. Yeah, I went to Jones, too. Yeah. She, you know. <laughs> I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> so say so say growing up, did y'all fight did y'all fight chickens in the seven like they did in the nine? It's not see I don't really <laughs> see chickens on my block like that. Like nigga nigga over here would let you let you to believe that that shit was just normal out here. I mean, I feel like in certain areas it is like that was definitely chickens and I knew I was in a hood when I seen a bunch of chickens. <laughs> but I don't know. I wasn't fighting no chickens. Like, Me neither, man. I don't, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Different, different people have different... They led different lives, you know? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they might... Somebody was probably fighting chickens. I'm not going to put... I ain't putting nothing past it, but, you know, <laughs> I wasn't. I don't know. Who do something <laughs> like that? <laughs> 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 That's not bad. <laughs> The funny part is, I I see I see chickens in the yard on a regular in Marrero. That's the country. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, I see some shit like just on a, a regular ass in a regular ass um, subdivision on some shit. Oh, you ain't even in the hood. You in the, you in the birds and they got chickens. No, I I live in the hood, but it, I didn't drove drove around the subdivision. I didn't see some chickens walking around in the back somebody backyard. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who do something like that, man. The nine war people. <laughs> that must be a, the across uh, the canal folks. Hey, 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 relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not the upper, that's the lower nine people. Yeah, the, the, the lower nine. Nine, us. <laughs> but, um, so one of my first questions I wanted to get to, um, Legatron, where where did you get that um, your name from? Um, one of my homies just called me like he called me Legatron because my original DJ name was OG Legs. So one day we were just you know like shooting the shit, and he just called me Legatron, and I'm like, you know what, I like that, and I was like in the middle of like kind of like growing and rebranding and you know really like trying to do this like DJ and shit like for real for real so I was like man I'm about to change my name to Legatron Prime and that's what it happened like that and I like I like to transform a, a series anyway so I was like shit and so my favorite color is yellow fit. so I fuck with Bumblebee off the rip cause he yellow so it's like it's perfect like it made and it made so much sense it do it I ain't gonna lie, that's a fire name. I pretty heard. I was like, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> Cause it fit, it fit like well like that. Yeah, 
Like, and I'm tall too, so it's like you know. That's what I. That's yeah. What I, that's what I, I seen your picture. I went, I went to the page. I was like, okay, yeah. Now I see why that's a. That's a DJ name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, yeah. it, like it, it really just all kind of, how everything, like, happened with me, like, changing my name, it just all kind of just made sense. So, like, shit, I'm gonna I'm a run with that. That's what, I'm gonna be here, Legacy Ryan Prime until I die. Like, yeah, it, it just fits. It's just a, it's just one of, you know, something like that. I just had to, you know, something so unique, and it just clicked, and it fits you. <laughs> Um, so what, what made you get into becoming a DJ in the first place? Um, well, what happened was that same, that same homie, he had turntables when I was at, um, when I was at Southern and like, I would look at him from time to time. And then one day, like, I was just like, you know, like, show me, like, show me some stuff. Like I'm interested in, you know, just playing, like not really wanting to get into it but just to kind of see how it worked because I was curious and um and so he showed me like a little one two whatever like you know the the basics of the basic stuff and kind of just left me in the room to like figure everything else out so like a bunch of our friends were over and we were just like everybody was like kicking it in the living room and I started like playing shit from his room and like one by one, one of my friends will come to the door, like, peek in, like, that's you? That's you? That's you? Yeah. And you know, like, they was, like, bucking me up. And I was just like, yeah, that's me. That's me. And, like, they were like, no, but really, like, you, like, you were jamming right now. Like, we fucking with it. And then it, it was just like, okay, well, clearly there's something here that I need to further explore. So I kind of just, you know, started from that moment.
So you, so you like a, um, you ain't one of them uh, put on playlist DJs, huh? Like how they be saying? I do not work off of playlists. I'm not. And sometimes, some, I'm going to be honest, like I don't work off of playlists, but sometimes I'll be like, man, I wish I would have a playlist. Like, you know, because everything that I do is literally just off of instinct, you know? So it's like, people like will come up to me, oh, so what you playing next? And I'll be like, I don't know. If you know the vibe, yeah, you gotta let it rock. Yeah, you know, like I, like I just, I, I feel it out, and like I've got to a point where I know my library front to back, back to front. So it's like, you know, and then sometimes I really would just be experimenting with stuff and see if it works. And eight times out of ten, it does work. And but sometimes I just be like, man, I wish I had me like a little playlist. But everything that I do is completely. Off the dome, semi-random. Because some things I know for sure go together, and that will work. And then some things I don't. So yeah, I was listening to another podcast with DJs, and they were like, they hate like the celebrity DJs who just play like a a a, a like if they got the ox or something, and they just, <laughs> just play songs from the like yeah, the phone, and, that's really, that's and they be getting really paid to DJ now. They be getting paid to DJ, and they ain't really. Exactly. So you can't have their hustle, but at the same time they they really get booked for the name instead of the actual work. Right, right, right. And that that's true. Like the celebrity DJs, like when I first started seeing like celebrities get booked for like DJ gigs, I think the first celebrity I seen that got booked for like a DJ gig was Wiz. And I was like, the fuck? What is he gonna do? <laughs> like <laughs> How does this make how does this make sense? Like and I see a bunch of like celebrities just doing like random DJ gigs. I'm like Come on. I don't, now. I don't under I don't understand and I don't get it. And nine times out of ten they sets don't be it it don't be all that good because this, you know, is, this is playing what's like the hot the hot the billboard fucking shit. Yeah, you know, like the yeah. top the top forty or whatever and like shit. Sometimes you might not even know. Like they might put on Somebody else mix. Somebody, they, uh, somebody else mix. They might have slid them a mix or whatever. And they just started playing it and up there acting like they they doing it. It's it's wild. That that's probably the the wildest thing I've seen DJing thus far is celebrities getting booked to DJ and they're not good. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I seen that at the pocket, they're like, man, he's the uh then they getting paid twenty, thirty thousand a Oh, you know what I'm saying? At night, I just to just to play a, a playlist just because it's celebrities. Like it'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, they, basically they just get paid for the name and they put in that work. You right. know what I'm saying? And so that, that's the that's the thing. It's like us, like us regular DJs who actually do DJ. You got promoters coming at us like, oh well, can we book you for five hours? But we only have a budget for two hundred dollars. Man, what? That's- that's crazy. What do you mean? How does that work? Like, That's... no, but they'll go and spend a couple racks on a celebrity DJ that is just there because of their name. Like, they're not curating a vibe, nothing like that. Like, they're like it's just them. It's just to get the people to come in and spend money. Really. Yeah, just to see them. And for all that shit, you could have you paid them to do a walkthrough at a club instead of having a DJ. Right. But that's that's how it is. It's wild, but you know, you you gotta when stuff like that happens, I learn that you gotta adjust, right? And that's something. That's something I never really thought of. You know, 
I can't be complaining ain't gonna do nothing. So I'm just kind of adjust a little bit how I'm moving. You know, gotta combat it somehow because celebrities always win at the end of the day. Yeah. So that that leads into my next uh, uh, topic. What you know? What do you, you think are your maybe most most or biggest cons with you know your what do you call that? Do you call that your job? Yes, this is my job. Is yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm well past it being like a hobby. Like this DJing is really pretty much the only thing that I do. It is it's, it's like my day job. Like that's what pay the bills, you know. So yeah, I can say that's my job. Um, what can I say is a con with just DJing in general? Yeah, like you know, just something. I guess something you might go into a day, or I don't know, like if you have, or just just a, a, a issue you maybe have ran into often, or you you know you maybe run into it one time, or you know. Um, I would say that one is not the biggest, but. One of them that I have been experiencing, um, that I have experienced like at points in my in my career, is that um, in New Orleans, it's not like a it's there are not many open minds, and New Orleans is still in kind of like the clickish type of mm. thing. So you know, if you got like a wave, the people gonna come, but it's not like it's not like anything worth worthwhile. Anything. So when you have something that's, you know, not catering to like the cloud or whatever, like you have right. that come and like they want to turn it into that. And I want I would love for people to have more of an open mind and just receiving music a little bit different because every DJ ain't the same. You know, I'm different from a lot of people, and a lot of people are different from me and other DJs in New Orleans. And we all bring something, you know, unique to the table. So, I just would want people to kind of, like, receive that different than, you know, if they would go to, you know, like, like, if they would go to, like, Eiffel or something like that, like, you know, so like the real club I, scene. Yeah, like the regular club scene. Because everybody know I don't do I don't do big clubs, and I don't do big clubs because I'm I'm not a big club person myself. Like I don't like going out. Like I don't like going to big clubs. I like bars, like small areas, bar rooms, like, and those are the most places that you get the best music. Like mm. I don't want to hear all the shit that I didn't heard on the radio coming up, and. I don't want to hear shit that, you know, that everyone else plays. Like, put me on to something. Put me on something new. Or That'd be the, that'd be the fire part. That'd be the I fire like, part when you get someone. Or remind me of, you know, like, or just, you know, put me on new stuff. Thanks. But I'm more open-minded than a lot of other people because I receive music completely different. I hear it different. But that's what I'm looking for when I go out. Um, and I want people to also, you know, be uh, open-minded because they tell us all the time like people love to rant on twitter about djs not playing new music and what our job is supposed to be but when we give it to you you don't want it and you come up to me and ask oh can you play city girls 
Um, <laughs> can you tell us about? There ain't no fucking city girls at the club. Like, I, I mean, eventually. Well, yeah, yeah, eventually. <laughs> Gotta be like a do not take. Do not take request sign on your. Uh, on Look, your man, I didn't got I didn't got to a point where I was like, bro, like I'm either about to get a banner to put up where I go <laughs> to say no request, <laughs> like, and then sometimes when when the request thing happens, like you know, I still take it because sometimes you know people you know have songs that they want to hear that I'm like, you know what, I didn't think of that. I'm try, I'm gonna add that in for you. You know, like some shit that. That I fuck with. But if it's something that I just know, like, I'm tired of hearing it, you got to be tired of hearing it. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. If it's something stupid. Like, I done had a girl, I was DJing on Bourbon one time, and this this girl literally came up to me and asked, can you play, it was either Erica Badu or Sade. And I'm like, sis, <laughs> we're on Bourbon Street. If you haven't noticed, like she's trying to she's trying to chill out on some shit. Yeah, she's trying to chill, and it, like that was not the chill spot. And if people don't understand the place and the time for everything, and it's like what what you be asking for, sometimes it, it ain't gonna hit. It's not gonna hit. So it's like the requests the requests are kind of annoying, but I mean sometimes people have like good suggestions, so I try to listen to everybody, even though it's annoying. Like I try to listen to everybody. And what I do like, I'll play. What I don't like or I know I don't have, then I won't. And then sometimes they like to come up to you like 10 minutes later. So you going to play that? So when you going to play my song type shit? But they send me friends. I send me friends. You ever had the artist come up to you and play their song? Oh my God. I know y'all hate that. They be the worst. They didn't have somebody that came to Drake's then at least three times with the same question. And, like, he would come up to me and be like, yeah, I know you remember me because I, rem- I remember anybody. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, but, you know, so you can't play my song. You know, if if I slide you some money, blah, 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 no, I'm not. Because I don't even know what your song sounds like. Exactly. And there's no way that I'm about to mess up my money for you, cause that song could clear out this whole club. It'll fuck up the whole vibe. One hundred fifty dollars for me versus the fifty dollars that you didn't gave me to play your song. Like it don't. Artists need to understand. Don't work like that. And then artists need to understand that you have to build. Like you gotta work with the DJ. You gotta build with the DJ. Like if you send me stuff, then cool. I can at least listen to it beforehand. But don't come to me while I'm in the middle of my job. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> asking me to play your song. Like, I don't know what your song sounds like, boo. And I'm not about to go through loops and hoops and shit just to figure, find out, find your song. Then I don't even be having the proper stuff. Like, <laughs> don't have a flash drive. Be like, oh, you can get on the internet? <laughs> no. He's trying, he's trying to send you the, uh, send you the, the live mixtape. Live mixtape. <laughs> The SoundCloud, you got the. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna say I can send you my SoundCloud. No, you can't because I'm not gonna listen to this shit until tomorrow. Sorry, so. <laughs> Do better next time, but yeah, that that's a that's that's another thing. Like, nigga, not gonna. I'm like I'm I'm not about to play your shit. Like, I mean, they, like I
like, I don't least, get it. At least send it to me like beforehand. Like if you didn't, especially if you've been here before, like you've had an opportunity to come up and ask for my email. And if I've given you my email, then email it to me. Don't ask. Then you know like, like when my when my, my gig's coming. Yeah, so you can send it to me beforehand. And if I like it, it might might slide in there, might not. Yeah. And you know, like artists understand all they shit don't be made for no club. And then depending on the sound, like it might not even be mixed right. So I don't even know the 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 quality of like song is A1, so I ain't busting nobody's speakers or even like the quality of your raps or whatever. A1. If it's just a good if it's a even like what if if it's a good song in general, you know, and that that that's happened to me. And I know that's gonna continue to happen because that's just how it is. No matter how many times we say build with us, like form a relationship with us, like be in contact with us. You don't have to show up to my job asking me to play your song. You can email me your song and we can talk about it. Then they be mad, like like <laughs> One time I thought somebody was going at that bitch out. Like tripping. Oh, some bullshit. So like I got a mm-hmm. question for you. So like when was your first like real gig? Like 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 you made it tight. Mm-hmm. Um my first real gig was when I got my residency at Dragon's Den, which was, like, over a year ago. That was, like, my first real Because I was doing, like, little stuff here and there because, you know, I was living in, for a time, I was living in Baton Rouge. So I would, like, travel down on a weekend to do, like, a gig here and there or, like, once during the week. And, like, that was that. And then when I got, like, my, um, when I got my residency, it was, like, oh, shit, like... I like nigga, you made it. Like yeah, you got weird. you got your own spot for like for for whenever you say stop, pretty much. Like you every Saturday. And at first they didn't they at first they didn't want me to be there every Saturday. It was just like, all right, well we gonna bring you on for a trial period. So they gave me a Saturday and that went well and then they gave me another Saturday and that went well and I was like, Okay, we just gonna book you for all the Saturdays. And so, so I was it. just like that was that was it. So I got booked for all the Saturdays and um and that was that except for like they would like it would be like three Saturdays because one Saturday they would have this EDM shit that they would do. Um yeah. and so they would like not book me for that Saturday and just run the EDM stuff and then they was like, Well, they looked at the numbers and was like, Well, you know, like it Financially, it's smarter to have you on every Saturday. Okay, cool. But because I bring y'all money, I like getting right. money. Y'all like getting money. I like playing musical money. We all happy. So, so did you? So how did you find out about it? Like, you know, did somebody, you know, kind of hook, you know, kind of hook you up to it, or you know, they had maybe had a posting, or? Oh well, what happened? How I got the residency? At first, I was um. At first, I was doing events with the Sound Clash um, in L. Williams called yeah, Boot Therapy. Else? And we were doing that on Wednesdays. And he had, like, rotating DJs. Like, every week it was a different DJ. So um, when I would come, like, it would be 
Like, when I would come on on Wednesday, like, they would, you know, see the sales and stuff like that. And, you know, Elle has always been, like, my my ride or die, like, supporter of me. Like, he low-key, like, my manager, but we don't have a contract yet. <laughs> but he was like, well, we need to we need to kind of push for you to, you know, be here weekly. And also the girl who was booking at the time, Callie, she was she started pushing for me to get on like on a Saturday because they had somebody already upstairs, but they didn't have anybody downstairs. They were rotating DJs downstairs. We have the we have the space to have one DJ. If she does well, you know, like that's what we'll that's we'll just give her that. So um, between L and Callie, they kind of pushed for me to you know be there and then um and I didn't even know like the the whole weekly thing like my residency I didn't know about it until L just like hit me up and was like they want you every Saturday now damn and like he he showed me like the messages and shit and I'm like oh shit like okay (laughs) every Saturday like I didn't I didn't even know like that was even something that was in play but both of them were definitely um, fighting for me and, you know, bartering because the Dragon's Den whole thing was that, you know, like, I was fairly green. Like, I was new. Like, I didn't have any other residencies. Like, I didn't, I wasn't really anywhere, like, frequent. Like, I didn't really have that much buzz, I guess, outside of, like, my immediate circle. So they were but like, you had, you know, like, yeah, they had a. You had had a couple gigs before you you got to. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple I had a couple gigs I had a couple gigs, but you know, like it was like they didn't they didn't know that, and like I've never played like on Frenchman Street or you know like Bourbon or anything like that, so that type of environment I was kind of fairly new to, and um so they were on some you know I we don't know because we don't like what who is she. Where have, where has she played? We haven't heard of her before. Blah blah, blah all this other yeah, stuff. But, yeah. You know, in in typical black woman fashion, I'm gonna show you better than I can tell you. So, you know, I made an effort to show my ass anytime I was there because once they see that I'm doing good and that people are coming in, people starting to come, like then they'll give you give me that extra opportunity. So. Yeah, so it, it all worked out. I didn't even know until Elle just brought it up to me and, like, they want you every Saturday. And I'm like, shit, okay. Yeah, that's what's up. Because that's a consistent check and that's, you know, just the exposure. Just yeah, and it's something that I've always wanted to just kind of have, like, my own home to kind of do, do what I want to do. And they've been, they like, I'm lucky enough to be in a space where they're, they're just like, you can do whatever you want. You can... Play what you want. We're not going to bother you. We're not going to tell you what to play. Like, do what you want as long as the bar making money and, our, you know, our patrons are happy. Do it. Do whatever you want to do. So they gave me, like, that that leg room for me to just kind of stretch out and, and you know, kind of just get my feet wet. Yeah. Because I had... um. <clears throat> I at first saw, you know, heard heard of you just off, you know, on Twitter, New Orleans Twitter and stuff. And yeah. then uh, then I had met you in person with, you know, my friend Ma, the one that do photography. Mm-hmm. And uh and around then that's when I when I think you were you were doing that every Friday. 
you're doing it every Friday. And every time I'd go, it'd be the line would be like damn near half a block long. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think um, I think the last time Cole was out, or the last time me and Cole had went out when he came out here, we had went over there. But uh, it was that I think uh, that was um, Thanksgiving weekend, Cole, when you had came out here and we had went over there. But the line was <laughs> the line was like half, halfway down down the damn block. We were like, nah, we gotta <laughs> keep it moving. Yeah, and I got the fuck up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 great though. You know, it's everybody like I feel like I don't wanna say you you famous, but you know, you kinda you kinda famous hot out here. And if if I tell somebody, you know, be like, Oh, Lega Triangle be there, they're like, Oh, all right, I'm going. <laughs> just, cause we, just cause we know, you know, you you one of the yeah. best out it's here. So, it's so crazy. Like, this, it's so weird. Like, when people be like, you know, like, oh, you famous. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not famous. Like, I like, I like that people know me for, for what I do because it ain't, they know me for some bullshit. Right. But, uh, what, what, so what, what are some of your, I like to say, top, top moments as a DJ? Um, like you know, if it's you know, you went to like a, I don't know, like a crazy event, and you saw a celebrity, or you know, you know, just something like that. Uh, last essence, um, and that was my first. That was my first time um, doing essence. I was with um, my black is beautiful. I got to meet. Um, I got to meet Queen Latifah, and that was like it was like super dope because. Like I can tell, like she, like when she when she came out or whatever, like I had to I had to announce her and you know like get everybody hyped. And she like going around and like touching, like you know like shaking people's hands, touching people, selling high. But she like stopped and like reached both of her hands out. You know when 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 black when black women have a I see you moment, mm -hmm. it's like you know we gotta touch hands. <laughs> yeah, gotta do a little hug. You know, like we have one of those. Give each other the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you like, know, like, uh -huh. I, like, I see, like, I yeah. see. So it's like, you you really out here. And, like, you know, like, we, like, she, she was just like, you know, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, bet, queen, I will. I will. Like, that was, I think that was, like, the that was like the dopest. One of the dopest things that happened. Now, I got to meet um, Queen Latifah. Um, I got to meet Rhapsody. At um at a concert at House of Blues and she's one of my like all time favorite female rappers, um and I got to meet her and like I was telling her, you know like I'm like I'm a DJ in the city blah 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 and she was like that she was like you know that's really dope like I really like I'm really rooting for you I hope you know I know you're gonna prosper blah 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 we started following each other on Twitter and stuff and. <laughs> <laughs> Like had like I talked to be like go send me some songs, you know all that stuff. Um, and then getting my residencies, cause I have I have three, I have three three or four, three three or four residencies. Um, and I got my second residency. Um, at the same, and. I got that residency by just coming on with DJ FTK. He was like, you know, like come, like come do a set for me, because he had a residency though. Yeah, he had it there for a while. 
Yeah, he was that. He was that for a while, and he was like, "Man, you know, I'm trying to get people on. Like, I feel like I feel like you need to like you need to be here. So just come and do a set." So I did, and then they just started, you know, booking me. After like after that, and I've been it's every every month that I'm there, and I'm like in the rotation of DJs that they have, and it's always um it's always a a good time minus like the few drunk white people that come through. But, <laughs> <laughs> the ones that be a little too extra trying to tell yeah, you what to play. You know, you know the ones who like to show out like they ain't never been nowhere. It's those, but um, getting definitely getting like my residencies, but still being able to do like the events that that matter to me. Like when I did the um, New Orleans Music Awards event at Ace, um, doing stuff with Lex and the hashtag Lunch Bag, and um, just like different different things in the city that I feel like is important for our culture and definitely for like black creatives right now um i still got got to do those things too yeah. outside of my residences um, we we was trying to put on that basketball tournament and uh i sure was keeping you keeping you in mind for to come dj we was gonna be able to get a venue locked up but you know some some shit happened and that couldn't happen but yeah, maybe try always, to... always gotta keep me in mind, sure. Like I'll, I'll come out there in my basketball jersey, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get uh, we get Lega trying on the back. Yeah, you know, see, I love, I love stuff like that. I love stuff like that. With a seven, number seven. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> What else you got, Dev? What you got next? Just um, what being a woman DJ in New Orleans versus a rapper, like I feel like that's a big, I don't know, flip of the coin out here. Maybe you know I'm, you know, that's just not a, a field I'm in, or you know, a, a environment I'm, I'm in. How do you do? You think there's kind of you know stereotypes, things you've had to get past being a woman DJ compared to, you know, a woman rapper where that's kind of, you know, New Orleans has a, a big history of women rappers, but for a DJ, you know, I feel like, you know, it's it's a little smaller. Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, that's a different feel. Mm-hmm. Um, do I feel like, do I feel like they differ? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, I, I don't, the way people it, may I, have I think, treated I, I you. Think both of our experiences are the same, you know, like because in music in general is you know it's boys club. So if you if you want to be a female rapper, like they want you to prove that oh you got bars or whatever, like yeah. you're really serious about this. Versus even if it's a if it's a guy who say oh I want to get into rapping, they'd be like okay cool, like it's not. It's not scrutinized. Like, you don't get the fact check, the car facts or whatever that they try to run on you. Um, so I feel like it's, it's the same. But is what happens is that, you know, we go through these things that we're often doubted. You know, like, oh, why you want to DJ? 
Like, and I've had people, like, I tell them, like, before, like, I really got started. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I want a DJ. And people would be like, DJ? Okay. Like, yeah, are you hey, that? Looking at you like, like you playing. Yeah, like, I'm, like I'm, either I'm playing, I'm crazy, or this is some far-fetched idea. And I'm pretty much sure, like, that happens to, that happens a lot to females who want to rap and get into music. Because music is just like this boys' club. You gotta like if you if you have the dick, then you make the decisions, whatever. Like, and you can get away with whatever. But how we combat those things is to just continue to do what we want to do. Because that's what that's what I've done. Like, there's been multiple times where people, like, I've had people tell me that I've changed their mind. Like, you know, like, oh, when I seen you, like, I thought you was just going, like, you was just going, like, bullshit and, like, you're not actually a DJ and blah, blah, blah and stuff. But, you know, like, I sat down, like, I listened, like, to your set. Like, I really fuck with you. Like, you know, you proved me wrong. And it's always those things. Like, why you couldn't give me the benefit of the doubt? Because if it was a guy up here, you would have gave them the benefit of the doubt. And he could have been trash. But... You already look at yeah. me because I'm a girl and I'm pretty. So now it's, oh, she probably just doing this to, because it look good or it look cute or whatever. And, you know, like, I don't really, I don't mind, I don't mind men at this point because men are going to be men regardless. And I grew up with all boys. I'm used to being underestimated. I'm used to just being like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not asking for your approval. I'm not looking for, like, a yes or yes, you can do this or none of that. Like, I'm still going to do it regardless. And if you don't like it, there's a door. I'm not telling you you can stay. You can leave. But that is just a stigma that we that we run into that, you know, we're not as talented because we're women in, yeah. like, the male field. Because I feel like that's why, um, I mean, that, that not why, but that helped. Like make make the stallion, for example, because she can rap her ass off. You know, she, she look really good, can. but but she can actually spit. She really, she really can. She really can rap, and she and she knew the she knew the game. She already knew, like, okay, if I want to rap, I'm really gonna rap because it's gonna be it's already gonna be a, a uphill battle since I'm a female and I'm fine. So. You're going to look at me for my body, but not my words. So I got to make sure, like, my skills my skills are on point. Because, like she said in one of her, one of her interviews, like, these, these guys can get on, a, get on a track and just say ad-libs and mumble. And that shit will slap. And they don't, like, they, they get a pass for that. But if yes. she would have did the same thing, it would have been, it would have been uproar and issues, and people would have had everything in the world to say about her. And then also in the same in the same breath, basically minimalize every other female who wants to rap. Like you know, some see this why this why girls can't do this, and this is why only guys can do this. You know that type of thing. Yeah, it's a way to shut them out. Yeah. Yeah, the music industry for women is 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 crazy because like they 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 sexualize more than they you know what I'm saying want to 
want to see about they like they craft and shit like that. Like some of these women are out here really making music and making moves and being DJs and instead they just want to look at them as just as just women. You know what I'm saying? Instead of professionals at at, at what they do. Right, right, right. And that's where sometimes even in the industry, like the the lines of business and pleasure gets, you know, gets blurred real quick because I've had men that I've that I've done business with that, you know, like all, you know, all of a sudden we text and like, okay, we doing business or whatever. And like you booked me for this event. Um, You have my personal number. We texting or whatever about the event. But then after the event, it's like, so what's up with you? Like, bro, like, you can't even keep it professional just for you can't, right. You can't even you can't even keep your dick in your pants for one second. Like, what's up with me? though? what's up with you? Like, get on my face. If it's like that, coming back at, at first. Don't try to don't right. try to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Use business right, right. business as an incentive. You feel me? That's crazy. Like, don't be, don't come at, don't come at me with that. Like when you step to me on some, you know, business type shit. Because I'm a businesswoman. I do not leave with my heart or my emotions. I leave with what is, what what is financially good for me and good for whatever is good for my brand. That's what I leave with. I don't leave with my with my woman parts or whatever. Like I'm about my money and I'm about my business. So if you don't come at me on some, you know, what's up with you type thing, you need to kind of like, we don't need to do business because I don't like doing business with people that, you know, have a have a thing for me that that likes me because it's always gonna be like those blurred lines, some confusion every time. Yes. Yeah. It's confusion every time. It's like, look, just look at me like, look at me like one of your, one of your homeboys. Leave me in one of one of your niggas. That's what I want to be. I want to be the homie to you. I do not want to be your girlfriend. And do not text me on some I want to be your man type shit. And we talking about money. It's, some, like it's something like that that's happened to you. Those instances have been few and far between. Uh, it hasn't happened for it. It hasn't happened for a while because I stopped giving like my personal number. Mm. Um, but it used to happen like a lot. When you first I've had started, I've had friends who had like the same thing, right? You know, like I had friends who do like photography and all this other stuff, and it's literally like the same, like the same thing. Like, so what's up with you? you know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm feeling like I'm feeling your vibe, and all of a sudden, like, come on, bro, Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> You know, you like y'all don't y'all don't understand like me, like men really push it. Niggas go get a shot up. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, niggas gonna shoot their shot. Like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and they really take that to heart. Like while I got you here, I might as well see what's up with you. <laughs> that make no fucking sense. They can't just keep yeah. it. Can't just keep it business. Right, like that. That's all it. That's all I really want is for for us to keep it, for us to keep it business. And if you, and if you already booking me with your intentions of trying to holler at me, you need to kind of let me know that. Because if I know what I'm getting into, then I can be able to decide whether I want to do business with you or not. You don't give me no option now. Now I feel like, you know, like you didn't back me into this corner now, and then you got my personal number. 
I cannot, I can ignore you on Instagram or Twitter and my email, but you're not my personal number now. Yep. Neither gonna be battery. <laughs> <laughs> Me crazy, niggas man. Niggas is wild. N- niggas ain't got no lines. <laughs> they crossing all the lines. All the lines. What lines? Like, they don't care. <laughs> so, but I've met a, a bunch of, like, men who, who, like, who cool and that, you know, I don't have to. Yeah, it's not, so it's not, not all It bad. ain't often. It ain't often no more because now I'm a little bit. You know, I'm more experienced now with dealing with these type of things. So, like, I'm the best in the bud. All right. So, do you, um, you know, being this DJ, do you feel uh, more empowered having, you know, your daughter to show, you know, your career? Your career is, you know, ascension and everything? I do. You know, as a mother. I really, I really, I really do. Like, um, having, really having her, I had her when I had her after I, like, after I graduated college, like, I found out I was pregnant, and then I graduated, like, three weeks after that, three or four weeks after that, and then I had her that following November, and, like, just having her just open up my eyes, because it was... Because I was always on a tip, like, you know, I don't want to be a role model. Like, I want to be able to do what, you know, what I want to do and not have to worry about, you know, like being a role model to somebody, to somebody else's child or anything like that. And then when I had her, I'm like, well, this, it changed, it changes a lot because, you know, I want her to see what I've done. Not so she can take the same route and be a DJ, but just to show her that she can do what she what she want to do because mm. I have like I've built a luxury for myself that I can do exactly you know what I want to do to an extent. Now that I have her, like I gotta be a parent still, you know, <laughs> be like the the adult adult. But you know, like she can do what she wants um, to do with her life is her life to live is her path that she has to journey on. Um, so, and when I had, I was just like, fuck, like, all right, sis, you gotta do, you gotta do something like, cause you're not gonna, like, you're not gonna like go to, go to these one-off jobs. Uh, and I used to work in retail. So I got to deal with like aggravating people, women all the yeah. time. Like, so, so like, you were, you, you're not you're gonna both. go, to these jobs and you know like come home with like this energy you're not happy because you know you're not doing things that you want to do and I've always been a person that I like I, I want to I do what I want like whatever I want to do I've never followed anybody never followed you know a trend or anything like that like if I ain't like something then I ain't like it if I like something then I like it regardless of if it was only me liking it or 20 people liking it or whatever, I still, I did what I want. And I didn't follow behind anybody. And I wanted her to, I want her to see like the same thing that, you know, like my mama did what she wanted to do. She built a life that she wanted and she's happy with it. She created something for herself that she wants to create. And I want to pass that down to her and also for her to be ambitious as fuck. Well. Like she can do anything, yeah. anything that she want to do. She can do it because that anything I wanted to do, I did it. 
Like, and I'm, and you know, in the process of doing it. But she made me get like my hustle up, and kind of made me like realize that you know, like this is this is something is greater than just being a DJ. You know, right. and I shifted from not wanting to be a role model to being someone that can inspire, but also being transparent enough that people will know. Look, I'm not perfect. Like what I, I go through things just like everybody else. Like this this lifestyle isn't like perfect. Like it, it sounds cool that I can, you know, have the whole day to myself, uh, have like time to do whatever I want during the day and not have to wake up and do a nine to five or work for anybody. But at the same time, like, you know, the like this isn't hard and I make mo- I make mistakes, but I'm also still gonna do what I want to do at the end of the day. And she kind of shifted that, that I'm like, you know, if I'm going to be a role model, I'm going to be someone who inspires people to at least be themselves. If you ain't anything else, be yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's real, you know, that's, it is, it's very deep on a lot of levels just because as a child to see your mom, you know, doing that, you know, doing something she, she just solely wants to do it's not because she has to do it um you know that's and that's something that most kids will never ever see they'll never see that so you you know you you're giving your daughter something you know that's gonna go a lot deeper than you'll see you know into the future facts big facts Um, and at the same time, I want to DJ low key, but I mean, that's a fighting profession. Low, I mean, like you can work your own you know <laughs> thing, and, and it's basically a, a you can fill it out, and do what you do, as long as you got the, the crowd attention and everybody rocking. Shit, and then at the same time, you you having a good time while you working. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes, do you, do you sometimes drink I, while sometimes you be DJing? Don't be having a good time while I'm working. Sometimes, yeah. and that's just that's just like the artist, the artist in me, you know. And that goes into you know like interacting with certain people and energy, and you know sometimes not feeling like I'm not fulfilling, you know the the purpose that I'm supposed to be fulfilling with, you know me DJing. The things aren't translating well, but. You know, those things come, they come, they come and they go, they come and they go. And I definitely have more, I have, I definitely have more great times than I do have bad times. That's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, you're doing something special and, and, and I know she can see it and, you know what I'm saying? She understands what you're doing, especially as she, as she, as she grows older, she gonna understand how important you are and what you're doing and what you're showing her. All right. Yeah. That's good, man. Um, so I had another subtopic to, you know, I hold no other culture. Just, um, I mean, I know all three of us, we all grew up, you know, out here in the city. So we know how how, how the, the music skate used to look out here and just how much has changed. Um, I just wanted to ask, you know, what, what you think is, you know, happened to the scene out here 
um, says just, you know, is it like, is it just so much politic and it's not as like organic? Cause I know, you know, I was a kid, so I don't know just how well connected, like how baby and Manny was to the radio. I don't know that, but you know, I know that they used to come on the radio. So that's all mm-hmm. that's to the, you know, the extent that I know. So I don't know if, you know, they were cool with whoever. So that's how they got on the radio. So, you know, just, just how do you feel about it? Cause I know we know a lot of the, we know a lot of the underground, you know, rappers out here in the city that are really, really fire rappers. They make trap music, you know, they make, um, you know, just a lot of different forms of rap music. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of rappers in the city that I feel like if they just got a little radio play, you know, it, it 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 could change a lot of it. And I guess just because I, you know, I know, you know, I know a lot of the rappers out here personally, you know, just being out on the scene and, you know, everybody kind of know everybody in New Orleans. Yeah. But, you know, just, how, how do you feel about that? I feel like our, I feel like our local radio, since we only have um, one urban, you know, Hip hop R and B station, which is Q93, because 1029 got sold or whatever. Um, I feel like they they should be pushing more local artists. And what they what they do is is like around eleven o'clock at night, they play local artists. They play like local music for like an hour or whatever, and they have like a featured artist or something like that. Why do it at eleven? Why do they love them when nobody is probably even listening to the radio? Unless you like, unless you drive them. Like, why Why wait that late to showcase local artists? Because they have, Q93 still has a bigger platform than, it, than you know, like even some of, some of us DJs do. Um, and they're already playing it, but they're doing it all wrong. Like, the intention is there, but why play it at 11 o'clock at night when you could play it at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you know, like, or, like, just, like, on one one designated day, like, on, you know, like, a Thursday or something, like, instead of the 5 o'clock fix or whatever that they do um, during, Shit. like, rush hour when people literally are stuck in their cars, you know, play some local music. So they play it at, they play it at 11 Every yeah, night it's like yeah, it's like eleven. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Um, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's every. I can't say that it's every night, but I know that they do at I night. Never like, even at knew that. And it's like you know, like the the intention is there. However, you could be doing more with more with your platform because you know, like like you said, like we know a lot of local artists who make. Who make like good? Who make good music that needs to that should be heard and who deserve to be on you know bigger platforms? And two ninety three definitely like they they do it, but like it like marketing wise is just it does it doesn't hit at eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Like no one no one is going to really be listening. To that at eleven o'clock at night, if you really want to showcase your artists in a true way that will actually help them and support them, you know, do it during the day, five o'clock, 
Shit, do it at eleven. Yeah. Well, how you, you know, how you feel like, about it, Cole? About what? The uh, repeat that. I'm fucking lost. The <laughs> the just the the Nola rap scene, like you know, just how how it was when we were coming up. I mean, you know the difference, yeah. like even even like how we got a. Uh, I don't listen to his music, but I I, I fuck with some of like Nino Calvin songs, and I ain't never heard Son on the radio really. Nah, I me, fuck with I, it. Me I fuck with his, I fuck with his mixtape. Like I said, I ain't, I ain't living New Orleans in a minute, but right. I, I still be up on the, like the little music because I got, I got a lot of partners that rap, and um, so I still be up with the, with the music. I, I like with um, with uh, Juvenile Son be putting out. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? The little click they got. I like um Yeah, but it but just how I like the how Q ninety three don't even put their music on the radio. See, you know? I don't even be on that, so I don't be knowing. But like I say, I always knew that yeah. I always knew that, that, that Spitter always had a problem with Q ninety three playing the music. So it maybe kinda of stems from that too, that they're not they're not playing their own people. Yeah, and I mean back in the back yeah. in the day when we were growing up, like we like you heard Cash Money on the radio. Oh no, oh, no limit. Even before like even before, like it was, you know, like as big as it was. Like they was playing Cash Money, they was playing No Limit, like they was playing all the like deep bounce cuts, that bounce like song, Fifth Wall weaving them. Yeah, like they were like they were playing that. So why can't they have that same energy? But you know, I can't say about like the the New Orleans rappers now and just the music scene in general is that. I think everybody is starting to realize that, you know, we have to, we really have to make this something of our own that we can't rely on. We can't rely on all of these outliers that, you know, like Wayne had, like Wayne had, Max P had, whoever had, we have to create like our own buzz. Start your own waves. Huh? Yeah, their own waves. And they got it. And then at the same time, like they're, they're creating, they're creating like their own ways. They're dropping visuals and, you know, doing mixtapes and collabing with local, like, brands and stuff like that. So they're starting to get creative with what they're doing. And then they're also collabing with each other. And most of the collaborations that I've seen, like, in the link-ups that I've seen, have been just strictly organic. Like, it's not no business-type thing. It's like, you know, like, I rock with you. You rock with me. We vibe or whatever. Let's, you know, link up just on some being genuine, like genuine stuff. And that's what I'm seeing more and more now with the with the local artists that they're really just linking up and being a champion for each other. Like if somebody drops something, you'll see it on like ten, like five to ten other like artists like pages. They done retweeted it or, you know, like tweeted it out to their people or put it on their Instagram or any story. Things like that. So we're getting more, since we don't have any outside support, as far as like radio yeah. and beyond, at least we're supporting each other in the bubble that we've created, that New Orleans is, is a bubble. And so I think everybody's creating and they're linking up and they're supporting each other more with, you know, just trying to make things make sense for them. Because everybody want to everybody wanna achieve like what Wayne has. Even what Spitter has, like I think everybody's right. gonna be on Spitter level. He completely like he run his own shit. He underground, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? He right. underground. Like he didn't he didn't have to 
you know, do what a lot of these other artists do. He did everything on his own terms. I think a lot of artists, you know, are definitely, definitely on that same path. Like, we need to figure out what we got to do to get our own shit. Because ain't nobody else helping us. Might as well help ourselves. Yeah, I think he, well, he did, he, he built his, he was doing it for years since, like, No Limit, but he kind of built his own core family. He have a, he have a family that's going to, that's going to fuck with him no matter what. Right. Right, 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 right. He do. And that's the, like, that's the thing, like, when he, like, when he, he really started, like, coming up, like, he built, he built his fan base. And, like, you know, like, all the smoke is going to fuck with currency. Exactly. Like, all the smoke right. was... And that, that's a niche, that's like a, that's like a niche. That's a big own. ass, right. Like, that, that's a market all on its own. Like, him, like, him and, him and Wiz really, like, ran it. They have their own lane. Yeah. yeah. They had it like that, I, that same that same kind of Snoop Dogg lane. Right. Right, right, right. Cause when I started smoking when I was like twenty, twenty one, <laughs> my partner put me on currency. Currency first. And that I just I was in after that. <laughs> yeah, man. I fuck with it, man. Like I said, he people gonna fuck with him. He got he got his own fan base gonna fuck with him no matter what. And he was right. he be spending some like some motivational player type bars. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like lifestyle like, It ain't for everybody, but it's like it's some motivational like get up off your ass, go get it. I did it. I'm still yeah. doing it. I do I and, and I do it how I want to do it type shit. Yeah. Right. So right. I, you got it and you have you gotta respect that shit because he don't gotta answer to nobody. He really did build, you know, all yeah. of his like all of his shit like he built it. And then he didn't like he released music so frequent and then it's all for Exactly. It was like I'm about to give y'all these these luxury like drop top Impala raps, like low rider raps, rhymes, like motivational shit, like for free because y'all need that shit. That's what, like he he don't, he don't try to be like nobody else. That's what, that's what's right. so that's what's so good about it. Right, right, right. It's, and it's organic too. Like you just don't want somebody faking it. Right. But like. Like everything, everything Spitter has ever rapped about. Like I've never been like I don't believe that shit. No, it's nothing. Everything, everything he talks about is believable. Like I know he he live what he he live what he rap, and that's what I can appreciate. And then he he don't be also being no fuck shit. So as he is even easier. It's like well, this nigga ain't gonna be out here wilding in the streets either. Right. But I all fuck with him as a, I fuck with him as a person. His, bring his cause out. That's all. And chill, and chill with his and, baby now. <laughs> right, and chill with his baby. Like that's all he gonna do, and we ain't here for that. Yeah, man, I'm big bit of fan. Um, so, have you gotten into any DJ competitions? Like, I know they, I know they have. I think it's in Toronto or something. They have a real big one, and I think in New York. Or, yeah, the uh, the Serato, it's um the Serato three three style um DJ something DJ um thing. No, I haven't because right now I'm still I'm still kind of working like on like my technique and stuff like that because I'm self taught. So everything that I've learned up until now that that's been applied is basically also me like figuring it out like I can't really you know say that 
you know, I've had anybody actually like show me, show me, show me like consistently that I get it. And, mm. you know, so I pretty much just learned every, like a lot of things on my own and just by like trial and error and practice. So like, I wouldn't say that I'm ready. I'm, I'm definitely not ready right now because I can't, I like, I can't scratch all that well and do like all the tricks and all that stuff like that, <laughs> but I'm working on it. But it just and see to me, it. to me, I wouldn't even to me, I wouldn't even think you can't do that. <laughs> like I didn't see you, I was like, oh yeah, you fine, you should. That's why I asked because I'm like, I feel like she could go do a competition right now and win, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't know the the technical. And, and I I, pre- I appreciate that faith that you have in me, but me knowing that you know, like, and these competitions are like serious, serious. Like they're they're like so serious um like it, it it goes down like to style technique um all kind of stuff and it's like you know like, i can't do all that right now but i mean when i when i do and i'm kind of going back and forth with you know really um figuring out i do i will i, I do want to learn how to scratch and i am going to teach myself um how to scratch and definitely master that skill. But for me in kind of my vibe as a DJ, like it's not necessarily necessary for me to scratch. You know, like I'm more of a, you know, like I'm a blender, I'm a mixer, like, you know, I'm that type of person, but also I like to be well-rounded as well. So me learning how to scratch, um, We'll definitely be like, okay, cool, like shit. I can mix. I can mix a whole bunch of shit, like anything. That shit will sound. That shit will slap, cause I know what I'm doing. But if I add like scratch into it, then you know I'll be like a force, a more of a force than I am now. Um, so when I do, when I do get to the point where I'm like comfortable and stable and like me scratching and stuff like that and doing like routines and things like that then I'll do like I'm I'll consider it and I've considered it before because Masquerade had a DJ competition or something oh, like really? for a residency and I was like hmm like I thought about it and I was just like no like you you're not ready and just not on some like me trying to downplay myself it's just me knowing what they looking for because I've I've hosted a DJ, I've hosted like two DJ battles before, um, like years ago, and like mm. just seeing them, like seeing like the the DJs who were competing, I knew like that, you know, like you you're not there yet. It will come, but it ain't today. So <laughs> you got time. I got yeah, like I like I have I have time, and I'm I'm all about not rushing myself to you know. You know, acquire the skills because you know I feel like it, you know it's not ne- it's not necessary for me to scratch or anything like that because I have my I'm in my own lane I have my own thing have my own vibe so you know I don't necessarily need to scratch but at the same time if somebody want to play on me for not scratching then <laughs> I can do a little one too and I'll leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. I got a question for you. Would you ever be like a, you know how like some like artists be having like DJs for like tour? Like, would you ever do that? I, I would. 
Um, I wouldn't. I've been, I've, you know, I've gotten the, you know, the whole like tour DJ thing. I've gotten that before. Um, it would have to be. I don't, I don't want to say it has to be like a certain type of artist because I know how I am just as a like as a person like I don't right. I don't like the, I don't like to really talk on the mic and you know do all of that like and I feel like sometimes like DJs are real performative like versus them actually DJing they're like behind the turntables or whatever like Pressing the button, then shaking their ass, or on the mic being a hype man, and not like DJ in the set or whatever. Like I don't know, um, but I thought I thought about it, and I've definitely gotten I've gotten I've I've gotten inquiries about you know inquiries about being like a toy DJ, and I would love to tour at some point. Like I really would love to tour because I feel like it would be a great opportunity. Um, it would just have to be with like the right. It would have to be with the right, you know, artist. And right I artist, that I yeah. Found yeah. The right artist to kind of work with, and you know, that I, in an artist that I vibe with, like I feel like, you know, me, me and this artist, we we kind of share, you know, share like the same qualities as artists and things like that, and like the same vibe. So. You know, tour is you know it. It's coming. It's coming, and I I've thought about it, and that's definitely something that I would at least like to experience because you never know until you try it. Yeah. So it's it's you know something that I would like to experience. It just has to be with the right artist because I don't want to be with somebody who's like super amped up, and I'm not an amped up DJ, right? I'm not. I know what I am, and I know what I'm not. <laughs> and, like, You're not going to be the hype man like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I'm, like, not, I'm not like the hype man. Like, and that's just not, that's not just for me. Like, um, right. of course, if I didn't have, like, you know, like, a bottle of wine, then, or, like, a couple shots of Jameson, then we can get there. But I want to at least naturally feel like that. And yeah. I know I'm not naturally that person. Do you do you turn up occasionally when you are uh, DJing? Oh, okay. Oh, occasionally I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally I do. There, there are some points where I've been like super turned. Where I had to like chill out and be like, okay, bro, like calm down. <laughs> you having too much fun, like you. So yeah, like I, it, it didn't be, it didn't been me like turning up, like whatever. Like I'm, like I'm. Like I'm on a mic, like and I'm, you know, dropping, having a, you know, having the people do their shit. I tell them, like, you know, it didn't been, it didn't been no time, but it's like, is I'm not like that all the time. I wish I was, cause maybe you know, like I don't know, but that's just you know how I am, just as a person, and I'm like socially awkward, so it's like, uh, just. Let me play my music. I don't need to talk on the mic. <laughs> it, it, it seems like you're on the right path, though. Shit, you're, right. doing, it, you're doing it your way. Yeah, like, I'm, like, you know, and then, like, I I do things that I'm, that, um, I do things that I'm comfortable that's in my room. Sometimes I venture out into things that I'm not comfortable with, um, but it takes a little bit of, you know, liquid courage. 
But, you know, I still try to, you know, still try to, you know, remain me and also, you know, kind of give a little bit more. And I like, sometimes I like being uncomfortable because I figure out how to get comfortable in that uncomfortableness, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you for, for coming on. So thank y'all for having me. It's facts, man. We 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 were trying to get more women guests on and you was one of the one of the best for sure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like I said, thank y'all for having me. It was it's nice actually having to having to talk about, you know, actual things that's going on and stuff like that. Like I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, well before we get out of here, is there, you know, anything positive, you know, you'd like to say? Um. No pressure. Do what, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Be whoever you want to be. Run your race. That's what I always tell myself when I'm DJing with other people who I, you know, kind of like look up to and I kind of feel intimidated. I gotta tell myself, run your race. Like don't don't check for, to see what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, like don't don't check don't check for nobody. Don't look at anybody around you because they're not you. And that's you know, all right. It, it really is. Like, it, it's hard sometimes. But, you know, like, just run your race. Everybody's journey is different. Do the things that you want to do. Things, do the things that make you feel good. Um, be supportive of other people. Like, even if they don't, you feel like they don't support you, be supportive of other people because that's good karma. It comes back around. Uh, be good people to other people, uh, and I think that's you know I think that's it. And support black businesses. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need uh, any, 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 any shirts made, I got people in the city that do that. You know what I'm saying? Anything like that? Like I said, we we support black business over here. Yeah, like you know, support support. Support black, support black people. Like even if you white and you listen to this, support black people. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> well, um, you so do you have any any news for some gigs you have coming for Essence? Okay, so Essence is um, going to be crazy. So July, I'm gonna start at the top. July fourth, Essence is launching. Um, a day in the park. So basically it's a lineup of performers and DJs at Armstrong Park and it's called Essence in the Park. It's free um, from, I'm going to say 12 to 9. So um, I'm doing that and my set is from, well, I'll say a lineup actually because the lineup is is pretty it's pretty solid and they definitely have an all-female um, DJ lineup. Which I'm also excited about. Oh, that, that's fire! Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I was like, looking at I, I was looking at the this thing on the um online today. Like I didn't I didn't even know that they was coming like that. Like they just like hit me up and I was just like, sheesh. Like it's gonna be outside of me. It's also gonna be DJ Just. Um, it's gonna be 
DJ Ali Babe, um, DJ Boogie, DJ Kelly Green, and DJ Bombshell Boogie. And closing out will be MC Light. And, and yeah, and that's going to be on the Armstrong stage. And they have two stages. That's fire. That's the Armstrong stage and on the Congo Square stage. Um, different. They have, I want to say, and that one in common, kind of closing that out. Um, so that's Thursday, July 4th. And then I've been, you know, I've gotten booked by Essence to be in a convention center again um, from pretty much Friday to Sunday with the Beauty Carnival. And this is big old, um, big old beauty carnival. We have speakers, um, a lot of beauty influencers, like a VIP type thing. So I'll be doing that. And you can find like ticket information on Essence, um, EssenceFestival.com. And let's see, in July 6th, I'll be doing the um, Fly Ambition. Um, Swift Lounge Party, which is put on by Martel Pontiac, and that will be at um at the Loriana, and that's going to be that Saturday night, and then after that, kind of like what I have now. People are still like hitting me up to do like other things. Yeah, so, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some drinks Saturday then. Look, look, baby. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be running, but it's okay. Like you know, so I have those. And then of course, like my my weekly things: Fridays, Bonnet Fridays, um, the Bonnet Nola, um, Uptown. Saturdays, yeah, magazine. Um, magazine. Um, Saturdays, prime time at um at the Dragons. Then I have DJ Slum Flower from ten to. 12.30 filling in for me while I'm at the Swift Lounge and then I'll be on you know later on in the night and you know that's that's pretty much it for Essence but you know I'm excited about being at the Beauty Carnival because it's going to be it's going to be a lot of like celebs that you know women look up to and that have a voice and you know that's powerful it's a lot of black girl magic going on during Essence I love it yeah I'm fucking with that no, I ain't been to Essence yet. I don't have to, to make one. I'm Next missing, weekend, bro. I'm missing up, but I ain't on the You gotta go. <laughs> you know, it's TD, it's TD Central out there, but you gotta go. <laughs> I love me a... All the TD. I, I love me a TD. <laughs> I love me some TD now. Don't, don't, don't entice me. <laughs> oh, you love the tears? Oh no! Well, you sleep, boy. You gotta come. I love, yeah, been, all you got, all you gotta do is post up outside the convention center, and you good. Like, they they in groups too, huh? They show yeah. do. <laughs> they last year, last year they had a group. Like every group of tears I've seen, they was on their girls' trip type. Oh yeah, like, I'm talking about it. They had their t-shirts. Oh yeah, like, everything. They was yeah. So. Yeah, you should you should go. This girl's trip. Hey, yeah, that walk by and then put the heavy Nola accent on. That's how you lower them in. You know they like that. Say T D. <laughs> I see you over there dancing on your little one too. 
<laughs> oh Lord. But yeah, thank thank you again for coming on. Thank y'all for having me. I have fun. We appreciate you. I think that's it, brother. I think we out you.